Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually end, then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello there. Welcome to session 92 of Selling the Couch. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your morning. So today's session is a solo session with yours truly, you know, I can't even think about the last time that I did a solo session. And truth be told, I've had a lot of fears about doing a solo session, mainly because I think I've just noticed that a lot of imposter syndromes kind of stuff has crept up for me here in the past couple of months. And I've been putting off doing a solo session because I've just felt like, oh, there's nothing that that's worthwhile that I can share that can be beneficial to you guys. But a couple of really wonderful friends and um, one of my dear friends has encouraged me to share what I to share what I know because uh, they found it helpful and I'm hoping that today it it helps you and uh, you find it helpful today we're actually talking about something very different than what we've been talking about and I wanted to share just about my morning routine and the reason I wanted to talk about this was I the more that I have incorporated a formal morning routine, the more convinced that I am that it has improved my productivity as an entrepreneur, but it has just made me a much better person overall. And so today I wanted to share five of the things that I do during my morning routine and go really deep into each of those aspects to help you and to motivate you and to hopefully guide you through creating a morning routine or if you have a morning routine already, to think a little bit differently and maybe make some tweaks along the way. So the first point that I wanted to share with you is that a great morning routine actually starts the night before. Now, I've mentioned this a couple of times in the Facebook community, but I get up pretty early now. Uh, The latest I usually get up is 4.45 a.m. But what I realized is that if I want to wake up at that time, I have to be able to go to sleep at a consistent time. So what I actually do is I go to bed at the same time seven days a week. Now, of course, there are times when we are hanging out with friends or we go out for a meal and do something together where I can't always make it back by 9 p.m. But as much as I can, I try to do this. And so what I do is I go to sleep at 9 p.m. and I wake up, as I mentioned, at 4.45 a.m. But part of what I do the night before is that I do a series of different things to get myself ready for bed 
Um, the first thing that I do is I turn off any kind of technology at least 30 minutes before I go to sleep. So this is so that my brain is not stimulated and that it can start to enter rest mode. So really common things that I notice I struggle with are things like being on the cell phone or watching TV or being on my laptop. And I do my best to turn those kind of things off. The other thing that I tend to do is I avoid any kind of food intake one hour before I actually go to sleep. Again, so that I can start to enter that kind of rest mode. There are a couple of apps actually. Well, one in particular that has been that I came across a couple of weeks ago now, but it's been super helpful and I wanted to share with you. And that app is called Sleep Cycle. Uh, it's a free app. There's a free version of it and then there's a low cost paid version of it. Um, which is really really reasonably priced. But what you do is, this is basically a sleep tracker. So it tracks the quality of your sleep um, through your phone, through your smartphone, and uh, and then it gives you a bunch of different cool stats in the morning. It's amazing what kind of things technology has enabled us to do. But what you do is you essentially download the app, and then you turn on the app and you put the phone near your pillow usually. So I don't put it directly underneath my pillow, but I usually kind of put it on the corner of the bed, at least at a place where the phone can sense my movements because that's how it's kind of measuring things um, as you toss and turn during the night, periods of sleep and rest and all of those things. But what what Sleep Cycle does is, as as... If you want to wake up at 4.45, what it does is it sets a window between 4.15 and 4.45. Now, you can set whatever time you want. But what that does is uh, it figures out when you're awake. And so they do that by just seeing how active you are. And the alarm goes off some point during that 30-minute window. Now, this sounds like a really basic thing. But one thing I've noticed is that if I'm awake... Uh, and the alarm goes off, then I'm not as groggy waking up. So I actually ran across a couple of a stat that I wanted to share with you, which is why I think sleep is so important to a great morning routine. And it was this recent Gallup poll, which found that 40% of adults here in the US are not getting enough sleep. So put another way, four of the 10 people that are that are walking around that you see or experience on uh, a day-to-day basis, they're not getting enough sleep, right? And maybe it could be you. So what they found is basically folks are getting about 6.8 hours. And then what they did was they measured it. Um, I believe it was in the 1940s. And they measured how much sleep folks were getting then. And what they found was that folks were actually getting a full hour more of sleep um, back then, which is really important. Now, uh, I don't have to tell you this, but sleep is so important to us as clinicians and as entrepreneurs, right? As clinicians, if we're not focused, we can't be fully present with our clients. And as entrepreneurs, we can't uh, be as creative and uh, entrepreneurship and owning a small business becomes more of a burden rather, and it doesn't foster that sense of, of creativity that's so vital to growing and scaling a business. The second thing I do, so this is actually where we get into the meat of it, which is when I wake up. So 
As soon as I wake up, again, somewhere between 4.15 and 4.45, oh, and side note, I didn't used to wake up at that time. I actually used to wake up somewhere around 6.45 in the morning. And what I started realizing was that I was really productive in the morning. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to work my way back so that I could have some more hours of productivity. So what I started doing was, this was a couple of years ago, I just started um waking up 15 minutes earlier and kept working back until I hit that 445 threshold. But um, the second thing I do is I start hydrating as soon as I wake up. I have one of those like 32 ounce like Nalgene bottles, the ones that you can get at any kind of store. But what I do the night before is I fill it with filtered water and I leave it out um, out at room temperature so that the water is at room temperature. I also put either lemon juice or slices of fresh lemon into the water. Now, this is, it's it's pretty funny actually, when, as you guys know, I'm from India and uh, growing up, my, my grandparents, they were really like fascinated and they taught me a lot about like Ayurvedic meals and sort of alternative kind of healing things. And one of the things they used to tell me was the importance of drinking warm water with lemon. So, you know, definitely when we were growing up, refrigerators were pretty new. So we didn't always have access to cold water. So I was kind of used to the room temperature water. But they would tell me that it was really good for things like digestion and energy. And, you know, I I didn't think about it. I just kind of did what they did. But I'll cite some of the research here, and I came across a couple of different pieces in just getting ready for this episode, and one of the things that they found was that this combination of room temperature water with lemon, it helps maintain our overall pH, it helps improve our overall immunity, and it helps uh, flush out any kind of toxins that may be in our body. So the third thing that I do after I start to get hydrated, now I don't drink that whole 32 ounces um, right at the start. What I do is I actually sip it as I'm going through an exercise routine. So that's the third part. I do some kind of vigorous physical exercise for 30 minutes. Usually I start around the 5, 5 a.m. mark. Uh, What I do is P90X. Uh, I've done P90X for a couple of years. I think the key is more than the the type of exercise that you're doing, um, it's that you're getting some sort of vigorous exercise just to start to stimulate your brain to to get your body to wake up. Um, I like P90X because it has a bunch of different variety of exercises. So someday I'm doing weight training. Other day it's like things like yoga or plyometrics where I'm jumping around and because, you know, I play a lot of basketball. So I'm trying to, you know, stay in shape um, with my with my core and with my legs. Now, of course, disclaimer, check with your physician with regard to exercise and all of those things. But what I'm really aiming for during that period is to just work up a light sweat um, to get my fluids in because I've noticed that that moment of being able to be present with exercise, in the, it, it helps me really for the rest of the day.
know that we're starting to like talk about a lot of morning routines. And uh, before we go too far along, I wanted to take a moment to thank this month's podcast sponsors who are Kelly and Miranda from Zinimi. Um, Kelly and Miranda are therapists turned private practice business coaches. And I think as private practice owners, right? Um, you have a lot of opportunity to make a really big impact in the world. And we're talking a lot about our health and about our morning routine. And Kelly and Miranda, they teach us how to be successful business owners and how to improve our clinical outcomes. You can find a lot more information about them. Um, it's a wonderful source of information. There's a ton of articles and videos and things like that. But you can find it at zinnyme.com. That's a tough spelling. So it's Z-Y-N-N-Y-M-E.com. So we've covered the first three things, which is the realization that a great morning routine starts with the night before. Second, I start hydrating as soon as I wake up. Third, I do vigorous exercise for about 30 minutes or so. The fourth thing that I do, and a lot of this was inspired by me wanting to just kind of think outside the box and to foster my creativity um, early in the morning. So what I started doing was I started listening to TED Talks um, first thing in the morning. So I'll listen usually seven TED Talks a week. You can either download the TED app, which is, you know, T-E-D, um, the app, and then or just go to the TED website, which is at TED.com. And TED Talks, if you haven't heard of them, are basically 10 to 20 minute kind of inspirational um, inspirational talks by different people who are doing huge things in the world. Everything from business and entrepreneurship to science and medicine to um, whatever you can really think of to education. Um, it's just people that are doing neat things in the world. I love being inspired in the morning because what I used to do was that the first websites that I would visit would usually be news sites. And a lot of these news sites, they just started having so much negative news. And I didn't want to start my day off like that. So that's why I started doing TED Talks. Um, the other thing, by listening to these TED Talks and by watching these, I, it helps my brain start to think outside of the box in terms of what I want to do as a, uh, as a small business owner. The other thing is that it helps me to get into an optimistic state of mind as opposed to watching some of the stuff on TV or on, on um, certain news sites which have so much negative connotation. I notice for me, and I, and I think this is true for many of us that tend to be more helpers and more sensitive types, that that stuff starts to affect my mood even if it is in small ways. What I try to do with these TED Talks is I try to vary it up in terms of different disciplines. Uh, there's no sort of rhyme or reason. It's sort of what inspires me at the moment. So like this past week, I have watched TED Talks on schools and whether the way we, we think about education, whether, that's whether that is killing creativity, all the way to how trees communicate with one another through their roots, uh, just random stuff like that. 
And But the big thing is that it's helping me to start to think outside of the box. And I actually wanted to mention a couple of my favorite TED Talks. So one of them is that one. It's called Do Schools Killed Creativity? And it's by Sir Ken Robinson. Another one I really like is one called How Great Leaders Inspire Action. And it's by Simon Sinek. And there's one by Elizabeth Gilbert, which is called Your Elusive Creative Genius. I love this one because it, it starts to think about a conversation about the creative process and what inspires us. And then the last one, I really like one by Brene Brown called The Power of Vulnerability. This was the TED Talk that one of the big talks that really skyrocketed it, Brene Brown into popularity. So definitely encourage you to check them out. When I'm watching these TED Talks, these are usually for a 20-minute 20, uh, time, and uh, that usually gets me to about 5.45, 5.50 um, in, terms of, in terms of where I am in my schedule. From 5.50 to 6, what I do is I do meditation or I do some kind of quiet time for the next 10 minutes. Uh, I have looked at a couple of apps and I wanted to share two of them with you. The first one is called Stop, Breathe and Think. This is a free app. There's a lot of meditations in it that are free and then there are some paid ones that if you upgrade, you can get those as well. One of the things that I like about Stop, Breathe and Think is every day when you start your meditation, they do what's called a check-in for your mood. So you can actually track, you know, whether you are feeling anxious or worried or you're feeling optimistic and happy. And based on those moods, it will give you a custom meditation uh, based on how you're feeling. A second one that I like is one called Simply Being. And this one is works a little bit differently. What you can basically do is you can pick the length of time that you want to meditate for, whether that's five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it is. And then you can set it to music or you can have a guided meditation, someone that kind of guides you through the process of meditation. My encouragement to you is if you haven't done any sort of mindfulness or meditation exercise, is to start with a lower period of time. So just a couple of minutes and then work your way up. It's amazing how difficult it is to to focus just on the breath. So that brings me usually to 6 a.m. And that is when I start to do my work. And usually from 6 to 7.30 usually is when I will get a good chunk of work done. And just in terms of my morning routine, I've noticed a couple of things. One is that doing this consistently, I'm a lot more productive in the morning. Um, There's not a lot of time in terms of, there's not a lot of time to waste because all of my energy is being focused on getting those tasks done that I, I want to. And this is actually kind of a side note, but sometimes as I'm listening to the the TED Talk, or actually, if I'm doing the exercise, I'm starting to think about the two things that I really want to accomplish for that next hour and a half. And, and that kind of helps me to get going when that time arrives. Another thing I've noticed is I just tend to have a lot more energy during the course of the day. Um, My body just feels like it doesn't feel as lethargic, whereas used to do that for sure. And then the other thing I've just noticed is that I'm less susceptible 
to getting sick. Um, Susan and I, it's kind of funny. It's, I tend to, I think I tend to make more of a big deal out of this, but, you know, fortunately I don't, I have not gotten sick very often. And usually during the course of a year, I may get sick once, max twice, and usually I can recover pretty quickly. And I think part of this really is the, the morning habits that I have formed has been um, really helpful. The other thing I've noticed is that it's really improved uh, the random cravings that I have, especially when it comes to like sweets and things like that. Uh, I'm such, I have such a sweet tooth and, uh, it's definitely helping with some of those. Now I'm always constantly thinking about and figuring out ways that I can tweak my morning routine. And two of the things that I've been thinking about is, uh, how to figure out, uh, setting aside some time to actually either write. So doing some sort of a quick journal entry or a time to do like an adult coloring book or some sort of creativity exercise um, in the morning. Um, those are things that I haven't incorporated yet, but it's something that I'm thinking about. So I hope that you found this really helpful. I am a huge fan of morning routines, as you can tell. I feel like much of what I've been able to do with STC on top of having a regular job is because of my morning routine. It was definitely hard at the onset to break some of these old patterns of of um, of existing, but I think the key thing with any kind of morning routine is just consistency over time. So rather than going from one extreme to another, right, incorporating all of these, what I would encourage you to do is, if you don't have a morning routine at all, incorporate one or two of these things. Maybe it's that you just get up a little bit earlier and you actually hydrate in the morning, um, or you do some exercise, whatever it is, and then work your way up. uh, Because I just, I feel like we do such important work in the world. And we really need to be at our optimal best when it comes to our own health. Um, And that's what we deserve. That's what, as business owners, and that's what our families deserve. And that's, of course, what our clients deserve. So I would love to hear from you. Um, You can, I mentioned a bunch of resources and mentioned some articles. You can find those at sellingthecouch.com forward slash session and the number nine two. But I would love to hear from you about your morning routines and some of the things that have been helpful for you. Um, You can do that by joining the Selling the Couch community at sellingthecouch.com forward slash community. Or you can just shoot me a quick email at melvin at sellingthecouch.com. As we wrap up, I again wanted to just take a moment to thank Kelly and Miranda over at zinnime.com. Kelly and Miranda are a wonderful resource for our field in terms of helping you, um, helping all of us create the private practices that we envision and not just a bunch of theory, but really concrete and practical things that can help us as private practitioners, no matter where you are on your private practice journey. You can find more information at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Kelly and Miranda.
Have a wonderful rest of your day and I look forward to serving you and continuing to serve you through both interviews and through these solo episodes. Take good care. Bye. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business, just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.